We're Courtney Gilroy, Gina Quattrochi, and Jordan Strobeck. Our direct sales business brought us together, and it's our full lives as six-figure mom entrepreneurs that bring us here to share all of our best experiences and education with other moms building their social selling empires during nap time. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Social Selling Collective, the podcast. Hey, social sellers, we're going to dive into the episode in 20 seconds. But first, we wanted to say we hear you and we have something so exciting to share with you. We are officially announcing that the Social Selling Club is now open. The Social Selling Club is a virtual community membership filled with fresh monthly trainings, a live Q&A call with us, our other special guests, and a private app filled with like-minded social selling go-getters just like you and more. So if you've been thinking, I love my team, but I need more support than I'm currently getting, or I need ongoing guidance on what tasks to do to actually get and stay profitable in this business, or I'm ready to start making real money already, or you've been wanting to invest, but haven't been financially able to yet, then this brand new virtual membership community, the Social Selling Club, is for you. And we're raffling off an annual membership, normally $297, for free to one of our podcast listeners here this summer. If the Social Selling Collective podcast has helped you at all, please take a minute to support the show by downloading the episode and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help us spread the word about this podcast and we read each and every single one. And when you do, you'll automatically get entered into the raffle for this annual membership to the Social Selling Club. We'll announce the winner on Instagram at Social Selling Collective. So make sure to give us a follow there to see that you won. At any time, you can learn more about the club by visiting socialsellingcollective.com slash club. And for now, back to the show. Hey, social sellers. Welcome to another episode of the Social Selling Podcast. Wow, that was a mouthful. We are your hosts, Jordan, Courtney, and Gina, and we are so excited to have a coffee-style conversation with you around the word hustle. Some love this word, some hate this word, some aren't really sure how they feel about it. But regardless, I think we can all agree that our culture, when it comes to entrepreneurship, we love to overuse this word. And so before we actually jump in, I want to define the word hustle. And I always laugh when I define anything because it's totally Gina's thing to define. But Gina, whatever. <laughs> oh, we're business partners. You can do it. Just because I always need to like get to the nitty gritty of like, what does this actually mean? <laughs> I love it. So yes, I am channeling my inner Gina and we're going to define what the word hustle is. Okay. So the verb hustle is to force someone to move hurriedly or unceremoniously in a specified direction. Ooh, the word force. As a noun, it means busy movement and activity. Wow. All right, Court, kick Mm -hmm. us off. Let's start this conversation because I know you have a lot to say about hustle. We're all about to get probably so feisty over this. Oh, I'm getting sweaty already. (laughs) Gina literally has boxing gloves on right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as you were reading that definition, two things stood out to me. First is the words and the verb, right? Force and unceremoniously. And my initial thought to that was, ew, 
Like, I don't want anyone to force me to do anything. And unceremoniously, that that just sounds like a sophisticated, like, yuck. Like, it's just not polite. Mm -hmm. With that, and then in the noun where you said busy movement, it's like, we hate busy. That like makes us cringe when we hear this, right? So with all of that negative connotation around the words used in that definition, it is so interesting to me that so many entrepreneurs, us included, have gone to the hustle when it's something that feels really just cringy. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. Totally. And what's so funny though is I'm going to totally call ourselves out here at Social Selling Collective because while we do not subscribe to sort of that hustle culture or mentality, we have strategically used that word in some of our marketing. So for some of you listening today, you joined our naptime hustle challenge. And the naptime hustle, meaning to move hurriedly during naptime for the benefit of moving your business forward. So Gina, I feel like the naptime hustle is literally how you built your business to the top, right? You just got to work when your kids went to bed. And I know that while I believe in moments of hustle, right? The naptime hustle, you're highly productive and maybe you are busily moving forward. A sustained rhythm of hustle in your life is not healthy. In fact, I really believe hustle culture. I know we defined that word, but I think hustle culture, it's defined as struggle and grit and the bounce back. And who wants to really build a business off of struggle? Not me. So from a values perspective, I don't subscribe to that hustle mentality. I believe that you can and should work from a place of ease, from a place of alignment, and from a place of rest. But there's definitely going to be moments of hustle. And that's totally okay. But as entrepreneurs, let's stop glorifying the culture, the mentality, that Gary V word of hustle. <laughs> That's so interesting. And I, I'm really like soaking in how you're explaining it. It's so true. And you're right. We do glorify hustling, grit, and those words. And they can be heavy, burdensome words. I think on the contrary, I also think that we're sort of in a culture where we think that things come easy to us or that we think nothing's ever hard. I think it's important to note that there are moments, there are seasons where you work really hard, where you are building and hustling. And um, I'll just give a personal example. If you're new here, this is Gina. And I absolutely built my business during the nap time. I call it the nap time hustle because I, I sometimes had 20 minutes and sometimes I had an hour. Maybe I had two hours on a good day, but it was small intermittent times where that was the only moments in my day that I had to work. Or maybe it was nighttime. It doesn't really matter. A little bit of both. So I do want to share a little bit about my experience. And when I look back on those years of building my business, I was basically single momming. And it wasn't because my husband was was like not involved, but he was working his 9 to 5 career and he was going to get his MBA at nighttime. So like I literally did all of the things. And we had two little babies under 3. And so there I was doing all of the house things, like all of the things. So I just want to shout out moms, if you're listening while you're at the grocery store, I know I've been there. Or if you're on, out on a power walk or doing your millionth load of laundry, changing the dirty diapers, maybe you're meal prepping, whatever it may be, trying to plan all the special activities for next week. I see you. And that was me. And I was doing all of the family things. 
and supporting my husband while he worked and, and got his MBA. And the truth was that I also wanted to build a business. And so for me, I only had small windows at nap time and at nighttime to work my business. So the hustle that I subscribed to was in that like season of life and business where I was doing, you know, if we go back to the definition where I was moving hurriedly in a specific direction. And so I think that's why like there is such like turmoil over over the word, but I think it's designating a season. If I, you know, if I look back, it was a season where I hustled or worked hurriedly in those small windows of time because I was so determined to get to the top of my social selling business. I wanted to make that six figures and beyond. So now I can rest, right? So I did have seasons of hurried and now it's ease is flowing. Like that's how I have given myself the freedom to work at the pace that I really desire or to not work night times, which I don't work anymore, not work weekends unless there's something special going on. Well, let me ask you this question though, G, because I was thinking about this this morning when I was pouring my cup of coffee in anticipation of this recording. <laughs> so you worked your butt off, right? You worked your absolute butt off. But do you look back on that season as a season of struggle? It was hard work, but was it hard? So actually, you know, that's a great point because I had a few distinctions that I wanted to make sure and clarify. Because I mean, I don't know, is struggle really synonymous of hustle? So according to Google, yes. (laughs) No, that's genuinely what I was asking. I I don't know if it's actually synonymous, but forget the word hustle. I think hustle culture is synonymous with struggle. Okay, totally. And that's that's absolutely valid. And you're right. And that's that's why I want to offer three key distinctions for me in looking back. Number one is that you absolutely have to be aligned with what you do. And if you love it, it doesn't feel like a grind. I was excited. So when I sat down to do the naptime hustle, I was like pumped because I was doing something for me that lit me up. So number one is you have to be aligned with what you're doing. It has to excite you. It has to be something you love. And then it's not a struggle. It didn't feel like a struggle to me. It felt like I was working towards something that I was passionate about and that I was doing for me and that I wanted to do. Number two is that you have to have boundaries so that your whole life isn't a hustle. What I mean by that is when I was with my kids, even in that season, I wasn't like, oh, I've got to go send that email out or I've got to go do this, you know, client follow-up. It didn't feel like that for me. It felt like I could enjoy the time with my kids because I had set a boundary around it. But I had also set a boundary around those 30 minutes at nap time. And I knew that I was going to be so incredibly productive because that was the only time I was going to move my business forward that day. And then the last thing for number three for me, which is I want to caution you into a trap of falling into a state of constant hustle. Some of us, myself included are wired this way. Like I love working and I love being busy. And so I do encourage you to really, you know, plug into the social selling club, join us on our Instagram, because I'll tell you what, these two women, Jordan and Courtney, are the kind of women that you need in your life when you are a hustler, when you are somebody that just loves work because they're constantly reminding me, you don't need to get to this right now. Like you can rest. Don't answer your phone while you're on vacation. And so that's just been such a blessing. So those are just three things. Did that answer your question? Yes. So Obviously, I'm so passionate right now. I'm like, so I'm like yelling into the mic. We love being in community with you, G. <laughs> yes, we do. Two best business partners ever. So I wanted to just mention this as well. And this is Jordan speaking here. When I was building in those early days, the entrepreneur that I followed, and I think he has a lot of great things to say, but 
it is Gary Vee. And I know some of our listeners, maybe you subscribe to his podcast or follow him. But when I think of the word hustle, I think of, of Gary Vee. And in those early days, when I would listen to him, it was always about do more, be more, you know, a lot of F words being thrown around, like, you know, get over your dang self, like be more, do more, hustle harder. He wants to buy, you know, a professional basketball team. So he's like, this is my next goal. I'm going to buy, you know, and it was just this constant state of like, really shame-based, like you're not enough how you are. You're not doing enough where you're at. Your sights and your goals aren't big enough. And I just operated off of that zone for so long in those early days. And again, it's why it's a huge reason why we started the Social Selling Collective. Because how did that work for me? Not very good. I could kind of talk a little bit at some point about a lot of the ways I ran my business from a place of shame in those early days. And it was because I was subscribing to hustle culture. So we at Social Selling Collective, we want you to build a business that feels really good, that you love, that's in total alignment with your personal values and with your family values. And guess what? I'm going to give you permission here. You may build a little bit slower, but you will be so much happier in the build and it will be way more sustainable long-term for you to build the way we're talking about versus the hustle culture that so many entrepreneurs speak to. So anything you ladies want to add or are we going to wrap it up on that on that note? I have, a, I have a quote I would love to drop in here because that was just so well said. And to tie it up with a bow from Brene Brown, she says, it takes courage to say yes to rest and play in a culture where exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. Mm-hmm. You know, as women, as moms, majority of our listeners here, the exhaustion is part of raising a family sometimes, depending on your season. But when you're operating from a place of choice and you're choosing to say, yes, I'm stepping into the nap time hustle because it excites me, or you're choosing to say rest because you need it and that's what you want, your business is so different. And so permission all around. And grateful to work with two ladies that give it to me just as much. Thank you. Oh, big group hug. So good. Virtual hugging. (laughs) It's it's why I trust you both so much and love you both so much. It's because you've honored that in me and my, you know, business building with my social selling company, but also here at Social Selling Collective. I mean, that's just a value I will never ever undermine again. And so to have it in you too is just incredible. So I love you both. And everyone listening here on the podcast today, we love you too. And we're so... Come hang out with us. (laughs) Come hang out with us. So please also, if you haven't, download the Social Selling Collective podcast. Please, if you love what you hear here, would you please leave us a review? It would mean the world to us. And we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. If you're ready for more, then you're invited to join us inside the Social Selling Club, our membership community for women in direct sales looking to up-level both business and life. As part of the club, you'll receive three social selling business trainings a month, plus a live coaching call with us, your collective coaches. And most importantly, you're building your own social selling network of like-minded, motivated women for friendships, collaboration, and accountability. 
you can join us now for less than a dollar a day. So come on over. You can sit with us. Find us at socialsellingcollective.com slash club to sign up right now. We hope you loved what you heard here today. Thank you for choosing to be here. We'll see you next time and inside of the Social Selling Club.